You know, when I got back from Vietnam, I didn't have a lot going for me. No friends, no home, and a town full of cops giving me shit. The only thing that got me through was the Sean Geek Podcast, which I download off of SeanMcGinnity.ca. And so should you. That's the Sean Geek Podcast, which you can download from SeanMcGinnity.ca. Do it, or the first blood's going to be yours. You got a little bit of introduction. You got his history. 
I like the whole uh, Merlin background he had. So there was a mystical component to the character. So instead of just being another, you know, another guy, there was actually other dimensions to him. But at the time, um, Captain Britain was, um, he was a, not scrawny, but he's not the, the muscle-bound guy that we, you know, that you'd recognize now. Uh, he was a little scrawnier. Uh, his costume was all red. Uh, it had the, uh, the Union Jack on the front of it. And he had this Star Scepter and he wore this heavy uh, chained uh, amulet. And I liked that there was multiple aspects to the character. Uh, you know, like I said, it wasn't just the muscle bound guy. So I was really fascinated. Uh, and that issue also uh, included Arcade, the villain who would trap uh, people in his amusement park and they had to work through the amusement park to get out. Basically, his amusement park was called Murder World. So there's so many aspects. So the, there's so many things about that particular comic that really drove, you know, what I went for in later years and things I still follow to this day. So that was my introduction to Captain Britain. Now, many, many years later, um, because I was, I was a very big Kitty Pride and Nightcrawler fan, and during the mutant Morlock massacre or whatever it was called, something like that, um, they were two characters that were sidelined in the comic books uh, with grievous, grievous injuries. And they were my two favorite characters in the team. Yeah, everybody likes Wolverine. Yeah, everybody likes... Uh, Colossus was the other one that was sidelined as well. And um, I was really, really sad because I always felt that Nightcrawler was always given the, the short end of the stick in character development. And, you know, he could teleport, but he had the normal strength of a regular guy. And, you know, he was agile, but, like, he couldn't really do anything. Or that's the way they wrote him. So, lo and behold, a number of years later, Shadowcat, Kitty Pride, uh, and Nightcrawler end up in a new X-Men book. And I'm like, What? what is this and they're teaming up with this guy named Captain Britain I'm like well Captain Britain oh my god that's from my favorite comic book and then I'm like but who is this guy he doesn't look the same so because Chris Claremont I was collecting X-Men at the time um, I bought it on based on Chris Claremont's writing it yes it has Nightcrawler and Kitty Pride in it so that was probably enough of a sell for me but in addition to that, I was just looking at the artwork and I'm like, wow, this is beautiful. Like, who is this artist? And then I started going back and go, oh, wait a minute. He drew that issue of X-Men that I really liked. Oh, he drew that issue of X-Men that I liked. And I'd seen, okay, you know, I, I had some of his work. Uh, the artist's name was Alan Davis. And I'm like, you know what? This is worth taking a chance on to get to continue my adventures. See what happened to Nightcrawler and Kitty Pride after the the Morlock Massacre thing and kind of catch up with my, you know, two of my, well, two of my definitely favorite characters. And then this Captain Britain guy. So then I was confused and I'm like, is this the same Cap Captain Britain? And it took me a while to, to connect the dots. Um, and as the series progressed, this series called Excalibur, uh, I'm like, this is great. 
like I'm really really enjoying this. I really like the the interplay. It was obvious that Chris Claremont was actually working with Alan Davis. He wasn't just you know here's here's what you should draw just draw it. Like there was obviously collaboration going on there because um, the sensibilities of the series was a lot different than the X Men. Um, so I became a huge Excalibur fan. Uh, to the point that, you know, I would go back and read that issue of Captain uh, Marvel team up with Captain Britain, Captain Britain in it. And uh, eventually I sourced the, the, the part two of that uh, team up. And... I, I don't know, I, I kind of got into a warm and fuzzy place with Captain Britain. And I'm like, well, who is this guy? So I tried to find more out about him, and I was like, I didn't understand the costume change. I didn't understand the big, uh, the change in his physical appearance. Like, costume change is one thing, but the physical appearance change is another thing. And as the Excalibur series progressed, they started, you know, dropping hints and teases and, and stuff, kind of going back and referring back to things that had happened with Captain Britain that really, really got me intrigued. Finally, at one point, Marvel was smart enough to put out a trade of Captain Britain stuff pre-Excalibur, uh, and they put it together in, in one edition. So I was all excited. Oh, we're you know finally get to understand uh, a lot of the references that are happening in the Excalibur series that they keep referring because that series was very Captain Britain centric. Uh, there was a lot of. Uh, there was a lot of description of Captain Britain and his past and, you know, previous villains. I just got passed by X-Men United uh, just now. Um, X3, the BMW X3, which still makes me laugh. Anyway, um, so, I, you know what? Like, for building intrigue into the character and who he was and what his history was and, and all that sort of stuff, like, I just, like, really needed to know. So they put out this trade paperback and I buy it. Uh, and the names on it is Jamie Delano as the writer and Alan Davis. Then I think Alan Davis actually wrote like a couple of the, the bits in there too. And I'm like, okay, this is really good, but I, I still don't know what's happening. I don't know the transition, but now I've got a lot more history with the character. I need to know more. And eventually, multiple years later, and Excalibur had progressed for some time and Alan Davis had already left, left the title, I think, by this time. And I was just getting like, what? I, 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 there was so much history here, and I didn't know what it was. So, you know, the advent of the internet at the time, and I was able to, you know, really look into like, well, what is this? Like, what am I like? Who is this? And they released a second trade, a second Captain Britain trade, and this one a little bit earlier back, which included Alan Moore's work on the title. So now you were getting into the because um, the previous trade dealt with the repercussions of what had happened but it wasn't really clear on what had happened there was some bad things that had happened in Captain Britain's past and wasn't really aware of what that stuff was so then um, then I went back and just was was looking into like the whole Slay Master you know, cool character and Alan Davis's beginnings with it and uh, sorry, Alan Moore's beginnings because he was he was writing Captain Britain and working with Alan Davis, and that was kind of 